to another episode of the Gen Z Football Podcast. My name is Thomas Hayes and joined with me as always is Ryan Shaw. Ahoy. And in today's episode, we have quite a bit to get through there. We'll obviously start off with the rundown. Uh, quite a bit of news this week, which is unusual, I suppose. Um, we'll go through the results, Premier League and some Champions League um, action. The round of 16, some of the games have been finalised, or the ties. Um, fair bit of... Uh, transfer news as well, involving a lot of high-regarded players, I suppose. And then we'll go to the tipping and yes or no. So we'll quickly get into the rundown. This week on the rundown on Monday, Joachim Love. It was announced that Joachim Love will step down from as German national team head coach after the Euros coming up in July of this year. Uh, this is one year ahead of schedule. Um, well, who knows if he was going to re-sign, but obviously he's not. Um, so one year before the end of his contract, we could probably go in a bit later on, um, early, closer to the Euros, who might replace him. Yeah. Um, there's a few interesting high-profile candidates um, or, you know, speculated candidates. Um, obviously, Joachim Love has been a manager of the German national team since 2006. Yep. Um, so that is four World Cups so far. So, yeah, 2000. Was he, man, or was he head coach I in two thousand six? I think he might have been. Yeah, because um, if not, then it's what. Yeah, well, he's been involved 10, 14, for quite a long time anyway. Yeah. Um. Obviously, winning the two thousand fourteen um World Cup, and you know, probably the best game of a national team in quite a long time with the two thousand and fourteen uh, semi final against Brazil in Brazil. Yeah. Seven uh, one, which is just you don't see that in World Cup, uh, especially in what was it a quarter final, semi final, semi final, yeah, um, yeah, which was absolutely amazing. It just showed the class of the actual team, yeah. and it proved that you don't need necessarily huge superstars to win World Cups. And we've seen this um, with Messi and Ronaldo not getting, um, well, Messi got close, Ronaldo not necessarily, yeah, um, that close. Although he did eventually win the Euros, but in terms of World Cups. Yeah. Um, not you don't need superstars. You need good teams, and Germany has been a good, um, solid team. Um, and obviously, yeah, they went on to win the final one 0 with that amazing Mario Götze goal, where he chested it and um, slotted it in in um, the latter stages of the second half, um, denying Messi of probably his best chance of a World Cup. Mm. Um, who knows? Twenty twenty two. He'll play in twenty twenty two, but yeah, um, it probably be his last. Like. Ronaldo has said it will be his last. So, yeah, um, winning a World Cup. And hopefully they can go out on a high and potentially, you know, win another trophy. Um, yeah. yeah. What do we got next? Uh, moving on. On Friday, Ike Gundogan won the Premier League February Player of the Month. Um, this is uh, two in a row for him so far this season. Mm-hmm. The eighth player to uh, win consecutive Player of the Month awards. Uh, did so with four goals and two assists in just six games. However, I think it was only four games where he recorded those stats. So two games he blanked there. Yep. Unsurprisingly, Pep Guardiola claimed February's manager of the month. And yes. Bruno Fernandes, I'm not sure if this is very surprising or not, claimed the goal of the month with his strike against Everton. Mm, yeah. Um, Pep, six from six. Um, yeah, City storming away with the league. Obviously, they lost in... The first game of March, it might have been against United. Um, but yeah, Bruno's goal against Everton, uh, lifting it over the keeper from outside the box, right into that top corner. It was almost like a chip. Um, so yeah, I'd say it's deserving enough. 
moving on, Chris Wilder on Sunday, it was announced that Chris Wilder would mutually depart Sheffield United um, after being there for many a season. Um, he took the Blades from um, 11th in League One. So for you people, for people who don't know, that's the third tier of English professional football. Um, all the way to the Premier League, and in their first season in the Premier League, they finished ninth. Obviously, they didn't get off to a very good start this year. Um, and, you know, with probably their biggest um, reduction from the side being... Well, it seems that way. Well, yeah. Um, fuck, I said his name before. Dean Henderson. Dean Henderson, um, obviously being recalled from, like, from Manchester United. Was he recalled, or did his loan just finish? Oh, his loan finished, but yeah. they didn't extend it. I think yeah. uh, Sheffield wanted to, and they didn't make many signings. Yeah. However, um, so this is a bit of an interesting position. They're obviously still last, um, and they're fighting to get out of relegation. Mm. It seems to be fighting a losing battle at the moment. However, um, they the interim manager, or the caretaker manager, uh, until the end of the season, is Paul Heckingbottom. Um, he is a one of the Sheffield United um, coaches anyway, and so he's just stepping up into that role. He's a Barnsley lad, so close to Sheffield-ish. Close enough. Um, he has had a very interesting career as a player. He's played at many, many different clubs, um, <laughs> including Sheffield Wednesday, so the uh, opposition. Rivals. Um, but his management career, which is probably a bit more um, important in this situation, is, um, you know, he's gone through quite a few different clubs. He's managed Barnsley as a caretaker and an official manager. Leeds United, Hiberian in the Scottish Premiership, and um, Leeds under, oh, sorry, Sheffield United <laughs> under 23s. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's got a bit of experience, and maybe he may, may, may be able to either help them or potentially yeah. help them get back in next year if yeah. they do go down. Hmm. Sweet. <laughs> What's up next? i got nothing else to say. On Monday, uh, Sam Kerr um, and Chelsea women's team won the Continental Cup, defeating Bristol City 6-0. Now, the Ooh, Continental bro. Cup's, I think, the equivalent of the League Cup in uh, the Women's Women Super League. Um, so, 6-0, that's massive. I mean, they've been on a roll this year, Chelsea in the Women's League, in mm. the Women's Super League. Um, this comes, Sam's Kerr, Sam Kerr's already won with Chelsea, uh, a league title, a FA Cup, and now a Continental Cup. I think they might have won the Continental Cup last year I as well. I think they're back-to-back winners, yeah. Yes, sorry, they are. I should know. Um, yes, <laughs> yeah. very interesting. Scoring also, a hat-trick as well, yeah. Yeah, Only so but... very good um, to her Even more. Um, career in blue. Um, and also uh, something very unique, I don't doubt we'll see it. Again, hope, let's hope, because I don't really want any more yeah. pandemics. Um, Salford City and Sunderland. Sunderland both won the Papa John's uh, trophy. trophy. Um, it's called the EFL Leagues, Leagues Trophy, I think, or something yeah. um, interesting like that, um, which is a competition ca- comprising League 1 and League 2 sides. Uh, so this was postponed... From last year, due to coronavirus, um, so Salford City went on to win against Portsmouth, um, and they held the title for just 24 hours, um, and then the day after at Wembley, Sunderland played Tranmere Rovers and won 1-0, um, 
um, and obviously winning a trophy there, which they haven't won a trophy in a long time. The mm. odd thing being, Sunderland are in League Two, so the yeah. less the lower uh, side. Are they League Two? Yeah. I f- completely forgot they were League Two. Are they? Are you sure? Oh, maybe. I think they're League One. I swear, are they not? I'm double checking this. Anyone? So anyway, anyway, so that's um, something that we we'll probably won't see again. Um, two teams yeah. holding the same trophy in a space of just they're, 24 they're one. hours. They're um, league one. But Salford also—that's their first major trophy, really, besides um, a promotion trophy um, being a very newly. Uh, promoted club they, they mm. just made into um, the football leagues so league two yeah um, no sorry Salford are in league two oh, yeah. that's what I was thinking of okay um, cool anyway um, that is all for the rundown this week uh, for the results this week we have Premier League Champions League and some Premier League games that were played ahead um, so we'll go get started with the end of Premier League match 27. Chelsea defeating Everton two goals to nil. Uh, Havertz kicking the uh, first goal, um, but no. he kicked it into Godfrey, which went down as an own goal. Uh, and Havertz again winning the uh, the penalty, which led to the second goal. Um, so yeah, good to see him in the highlights. Uh, West Ham United defeating Leeds United two nil. Uh, seeing Lingard and Cresswell shine once again. West Ham United went fifth after that game. So staying up there with the rest of the competition. Uh, now we move on to some Champions League round of 16 second legs. Kicked off with uh, Borussia Dortmund and Sevilla in a two-all draw. However, Dortmund go through 5-4 on aggregate into the quarterfinals, I believe it is. Yep. Um, or last eight. Uh, Haaland scored a brace. Yeah, so there was the quarterfinals. Yeah. yeah, Haaland scoring a brace, uh, and his second goal was the 20th in the competition, which sees him as the youngest player to reach 20 UCL goals or Champions League goals. In this game, there was a five-minute patch of complete madness. I don't know if you saw this. Um, have you? You did? Yeah. Um, Haaland thought to have scored his second. It was a pretty good goal as well. Um, but VR disallowed the goal, and while they were checking for the goal, I think there was a foul in the lead-up, while they were checking for the goal, they found a foul before the play, which is weird how they went so far back. Um, so the goal was then disallowed, but a penalty was given, which <laughs> makes no sense. It, yeah, it makes sense to the laws, but anyway. Uh, Harlan then took the penalty, and it was saved. Um, but then moments later, like the ball went down the end of the pitch. The ref blew his whistle like 30 seconds later. Penalty was checked. The keeper was off his line. Penalty was retaken, and Harlan's <laughs> then converted. Um, so, yeah, a bit of madness there, Haaland getting that brace. Uh, also, on that night, um, Juventus defeated Porto, but uh, they defeated him uh, 3-2. However, Porto went through on away goals, 4-all. Uh, uh, Porto scored that early away goal via a penalty, which had uh, Juventus down for pretty much the whole first half. Yeah, um, big upset. Um, Juventus getting knocked out and, yeah. you know, Currently sitting third in um, Serie A. So yeah. Um, good. I'll talk about more about Pirlo after this because it is kind of important. Um, Juventus took the lead in the match uh, when Chiesa scored two goals. Um, and it looked like they'll... Well, that would have then put the game to extra time. Um, however, 
Uh, it did go to extra time, sorry. it did. The game finished uh, 2-1 and then it went to extra time. Um, then uh, Oliviero from Porto scored a free kick and this was a funny one because Ronaldo and a bunch of other players were in the wall and they all just completely jumped out the way pretty much and the ball just went into the bottom corner. Um, and that meant Juventus needed two goals to then go through, which they did get one back, but it wasn't enough. Well, there wasn't enough time for another. Um, so yeah, with um, Pirlo, I think um, uh, it would be assumed that you know his job's at risk, but I'm pretty sure that he's stated he has the backing of the club to go on till it, yeah, for I as long as his contract is. Yeah, otherwise he would have. Um, so yeah, it, he. Confirmed it, it's like a long-term project, so it's not going to be success straight away, even though at Juventus is probably expected to be Ronaldo successful. He might not have Ronaldo for much He longer. may not. Um, but yeah, looks like he'll keep his job no matter what happens this season. Obviously, they've only got the Serie A to worry about now. Yeah, they won't get relegated, but yeah. they're not doing that great. Yeah. Um, the next day, we had PSG and Barcelona uh, holding a 1-1 draw. Our PSG had that 4-1 aggregate in the first leg, so they go through five goals to two. Mbappe scoring again uh, from the penalty spot. Messi scored a wonder goal from outside the box. I think it was about 25 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, straight into the top corner. Uh, but he also missed a penalty, which it wouldn't have made too much difference in the, in the end of the game. Uh, a funny, or not so funny thing, um, from this game, or not even before, it was before the game, the morning of, uh, a PSG fan was actually arrested, uh, or he was put in holding for setting off a fire alarm in <laughs> the hotel the Barcelona players were staying at, uh, at five o'clock in the morning, and this was after that there was fireworks set off around the hotel at four o'clock in the morning, so, no, they did a right to get a result out of it, just not, not on aggregate. I mean, they're already, um... Three goals down, so... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, one um, final piece from this. Yeah, Mbappe became the youngest player to score 25 goals in a ch- in the Champions League um, at age 22 years and 80 days. Yeah. Taking over from Lionel Messi, who was in the same match, um, of 22 years and 286 days. Um, so, yeah. I can impressive. see Haaland probably beating that maybe next week <laughs> if he scores five goals. You know, no... Yeah, five. Needs five. He needs five goals in the next, for the rest of this competition and next competition. He'll be still under. He's 22. got about a yearish. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this confirms it's the first time since the two thousand and four slash oh five season where Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi will not be in the quarterfinals. They both got knocked out in the round of sixteen, uh, in that season, uh, which Liverpool went on to win, coincidentally, and they didn't make Champions League that year, which is. Kind of correlating to now. They may not make the Champions League spots. Um, yeah, and then good segue to Liverpool. They defeated uh, RB Leipzig two goals to nil, going through 4 0 on aggregate. Game was again played at Puskas Arena. I don't know if we mentioned that last week, um, but there they ended up playing the second leg in Hungary. Um, and yeah, that's all we've got for the Champions League action. Swiftly go through the Premier League stuff. Uh, there was one game played midweek. A match played ahead for the FA Cup fixtures. Uh, Man City defeating Southampton five goals to two. KDB, Gundogan, and Riyad Mahrez all firing Man City back into form after losing their previous game to United. Manchester United. Um, and then in match week 28, we saw Newcastle and Aston Villa share the points 
at St. James Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, Villa thought to have won the match in the 86th minute when uh, Ollie Watkins deflected the ball into Kieran Clark for an own goal. Um, however, Newcastle equalised with the final attack of the game through Jamal Lascelles. Yep. Um, do you have any notes on that yeah, one? Yeah, uh, so just an interesting fact. Uh, Newcastle have won zero league games this season without Callum Wilson, who they were without, obviously. He's been gone for like two months. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aston Villa have only ever won, have only won one league game in the past two seasons without Jack Grealish. So draw was pretty much fitting. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, one of them would have lost their, that record. Um, next up, Leeds United and Chelsea. Uh, shared points as well in a nil-all mm. draw. Yeah, at Ellen Road, um, you could probably argue from the performances that Chelsea were the better team, um, but they didn't make the most of their opportunities. Um, a few um, interesting shots, not quite hitting the mark. Mason Mount had a very good one. It was very close and it didn't go through. Man of the match was Malia, I think. In the end, when, yeah, uh, I think did, he had eight saves or job. something. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, and you know, Tuchel, Tuchel came out um, at the end of the game, said it wasn't good enough, mm. and they would go and work on it. But still, you know, he's he's maintaining that um, undefeated record yeah. uh, since he's been at Chelsea, which is still impressive. And a good clean sheet record, well, not a record, consecutive clean sheets, but a good clean sheet record nonetheless. Yep. Uh, Crystal Palace defeated West Brom one nil. Not too much to talk about in that one. <laughs> Sam Allardyce might lose his record. <laughs> yeah. Probably will. Yeah, probably With a negative will. 36 goal difference, I think. It's... Yeah, it doesn't help. No. Um, Burnley defeated Everton 2-1 at the Good- at Goodison Park. Um, in Liverpool. Yeah, in Liverpool, as they as they like to do. Yeah. Uh, all three goals in that game. They do scored. like to play at Goodison Park in Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, all three goals were scored in that first half in that game. Mm. It was like all in 30 minutes. Odd. Huh? It's odd. It is odd. You don't really, yeah. You don't really see all the goals like that. Um, after talking themselves up um, against Liverpool, yeah, uh, they get smashed by get, get knocked down to earth. Yep. Yeah, Man City without a Kevin De Bruyne um, or De Bruyne, as you like to say, or as everyone else likes to say. Um, Aguero and Gabriel Jesus uh, both scored, and John Stones again scored. Um, probably. One of the best centre-backs in the league this year with Ruben Diaz. Probably save those two of the top two this season. Um, Southampton were defeated by Brighton and Hove Albion at um, St. Yeah. Mary's. This goes a fair way to help uh, Brighton to not fall into relegation zone. It also so. puts Southampton potentially in their it position. puts uh, Ralph Hassanoodle in a bit of trouble. Yeah. Uh, and I... And the next seen, match doesn't help um, Sheffield United at all. Yeah, I've just seen as well a lot of Southampton fans are not happy with their performances of late. No, they just dropped um, off. And I don't know nowhere. why I've highlighted that, but I think I've just seen it a lot. So, yeah, um, yeah as you said, Sheffield United, uh, their first game with their interim manager or head coach, uh, were defeated 5-0 by Leicester City. Kalachi Iheanacho scoring his first Premier League hat-trick. Um, he also... Went on to thank his coaching staff for helping him improve and to be in the position he is. Um, and he also wished all the mothers a happy birthday. Oh, happy Mother's Day. Um, if if it wasn't known, uh, he lost his mother when he was 14. So I guess that's something good in that, scoring a hat-trick on Mother's Day. 
Um, there's two more games here. Arsenal defeating Tottenham 2-1. Yeah, so this is a bit of interesting. There's a bit of talk around it um, leading into them. Obviously, it's the North London derby, so it's a, yeah. a big match. Um, both teams are doing fantastic at the moment, but... Um, Borderline average. There was a bit of talk about Arsenal, because um, you would have said Tottenham were the favourites going into the match. Um, that uh, no Arsenal manager has ever lost their first three North London derbies, which was a prospect facing Mikala Arteta. However, no um, Arsenal, no Spurs manager has won their first three. Um, wow! Uh, North London derbies, and obviously it's still how many has Arteta had? Has he had his three yet? This was his third. So he's won all three. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I did not know. That's no, no, no. He hasn't lost all three of them. Oh, so they've drawn all one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, no, 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 what I mean is he lost two of them, I'm pretty sure, and this was the third. Yeah. So no manager has oh, lost not, the three in a row. He hasn't lost his first three. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. okay cool. um, I think that's what it's meant, um, but obviously um, they managed to keep that record alive, which is very impressive. Um, yeah. Eric Lamella had a roller coaster of a match. I will say it's quite contentious. Um, whether they deserve to win on some of the decisions by the referees. And um, I can tell you after the match that um, oh, Jose Mourinho, uh, Jose Mourinho was, not was not happy at all. Yeah, I do he remember that. He, he said what I think a few players and I think Lewis Dunk said it the other week. and It came up back again. The that, post-match interviews. Yeah, um, yeah. The refs never have to do press-match interviews. And maybe if they did, they might, you know. Start. Just to I don't think it's really that fair, decisions. but like it makes sense if you want, you know, they have to explain why they yeah. do certain things during would, the match. It wouldn't take up too much of their time. No, I, I think it's you know we can just say, well, this is what we saw. Valid. Reflect, you know, um, you know, yeah. you got to go with your decisions. And at the end of the day, the, the media won't. Well, it only them, makes sense think. as well because players can either get praised or, you know. Um, judged by the decisions they make. So it's only fair that refs do as well. They're a part of the game anyway, as well. I, I don't think they will. Yeah, I don't um, see it happening anyway. either. Um, Eric Lamella had uh, an interesting game. He scored probably one of the goals of the season with a Rabona from inside the box. He skimmed it past about three or f- uh, two or three defenders and obviously past uh, Burnt Leno in goal. Um, but then in the second half... Hey? It helps. Yeah. Uh, and then in the second half, he received back-to-back yellow cards in a matter of minutes and then he was sent off, so... Yeah, definitely one he'll remember. Um, um, the next match was a bit of a uh, damp squib. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so uh, Manchester United defeated uh, West Ham United 1-0. And it was early on to what? the goal. Was it was a penalty it? early on, wasn't it? No, it was an own goal, <laughs> which oh, just soured the match even more. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of something else. Yeah. Anyway, no, but it and was, it was it in was the second half on, as well. Like the 20-something. Was it? I'm pretty I sure it was like... quite early on. It wasn't like drawn out. Fifty third minute, <laughs> early, in the sec- early in the sec- early in the sec early in the second half. We'll say. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> very bitter match. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I mean, Manchester United. They get the goals. How they how they like. It's a win. Three points for them. Yes. Anyway. Um, so for the tipping scores, I've stretched my lead back out to twenty three. I got eleven <laughs> that week, and you got five. Um, so yeah, I'm out to twenty three now. Three. Um, and there's not many games this week as well, so you'll have to. Make up the the distance with some three-pointers, potentially. All righty. Um, so, yeah, we'll now move on to transfer whispers. 
Uh, this week on Transfer Whispers, we have uh, quite some interesting ones, uh, as you'll see in just a moment. I'll go through the uh, Transfer Whispers and then there's some contract whispers slash confirmed whispers uh, that we'll get through. Uh, first one, we have uh, Diego Costa, who's currently a free agent. He mutually terminated his contract with Atletico Madrid mm-hmm. in the summer for us, uh, the winter window. Um, it is rumoured, or he's ongoing talks with Benfica, uh, for a two-year deal there, which is where you see all these players end up going anyway, uh, to one of those outside leagues. Um, next up, we have one we probably haven't heard too much of, uh, Odson Edouard from uh, Celtic. Uh, he's rumoured to Leicester City. He's a an attacking uh, player, mainly a forward or a, or a winger. Uh, he's rumoured to Leicester City. Yeah, not too much there. Yeah, 23-year-old, 15 mil, maybe a good move if Vardy was not to not be there. Um, they do have, what, Ian Acho, a bunch of other players. Ian Acho is the one shining right now, um, scoring in three consecutive matches. These are the two big ones. Ian, good old Ian. Ian Acho. Ian Acho. <laughs> Ian Nacho. I'm uh, pretty sure these... that's what uh, Sean Dyche thinks his name is. What? Yeah. Ian Acho. <laughs> Ian. All right, these are the two big ones. we got Lionel Messi. Uh, Barcelona to PSG or Man City. This one's highlighting PSG. Um, we all know Messi, obviously. This one, it's been ongoing for quite a while. Um, it has been reported um, that PSG do have the money to recruit him. Um, so the only thing that would stop him from going to PSG is if he chooses not to go there, to go elsewhere or stay at Barcelona. Um, it was also reported that um, Lionel Messi doesn't need any more money at all. Yeah. That is very true. Um, so, yeah, there's not too much with that one um, yeah. just yet. I, I, I can see that uh, Barcelona would match his current contract. I can see them going, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Chuck in a... He can leave for free I on wouldn't any... be surprised if Laporta paid for it himself. Would you put in his contract that he can leave for free at the end of any season, except for the last season of his contract? Uh, it won't be a long contract, though. It'll be two, One or three two seasons years. at the most. Yeah. He did, oh, another thing with Messi, he did say that he wanted to... Was it him that said it or someone else uh, said that he wanted to finish his career in the MLS? It was reported that he said yeah. to someone that he wanted to finish his career at yeah. MLS and maybe that club would be into Miami. I mean, yeah. But um, whether that was someone at Inter Miami trying to stir up hype, who knows? Yeah, I, I heard he something said, about... He doesn't say a lot publicly, so... I, don't I heard something about him joining Cesc Fabregas there, but um, yeah. he did play with him at Barca. I think it was someone close to Seth Fabregas saying that Messi. It was Seth Fabregas's. It was his Arnie's uncle and his her cousin, her second cousin's lawyer, brother. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the final uh, transfer whisper uh, is Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, who is rumored to move back to Real Madrid. Uh, he's now thirty six. Um, I completely Dad. flew over my head. Um, yeah, we all know Cristiano Ronaldo. It's the sell shirts, if anything. Yeah, but he'd um, be good. This is the this is the kicker. They would um, have made a lot of money from him, though. Oh hell yeah! Uh, so the first point I've got is Ronaldo's manager Jorge Mendes has uh, spoken to Real Madrid about a, po- a potential return. The second part is uh, Juventus. It's reported that Juventus would be happy with um, um, at least twenty nine million euros. Is everyone going to try and sign him now? That's the thing. He's 36. 
But he's Cristiano Ronaldo. He's Cristiano Ronaldo. 29 million. You'd make the back in the first day. How much is it? He, he went to Juventus for over 100 million. Yeah, exactly. So they've oh, definitely made their money back. They might have, yeah. Uh, they, I, I'd say they definitely have. Um, anyway, yeah. Well, that's, their sponsors probably have as well. Yeah. yeah, that's something I found interesting there. Mm. Um, and then our final two contract uh, whispers, I guess. <laughs> sub, sub, uh, what's it called? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going with. What are you trying to say? Anyway, it's a, it's like a segment in a segment. Um, sub segment, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I knew the word. Uh, Edison Cavani at Manchester United. Uh, his contract, I think, was only until the end of this season. I think he had an option to extend until the end of the next season. Um, 34-year-old at United. It's currently ongoing talks to extend that contract for one more year. What? Where'd you hear that? I heard he wanted to go to Boca Juniors. No. <laughs> That's what I heard. Okay. That one That one was on Monday, I think, so maybe you heard something in between there. Probably around Monday. Yeah. That he wanted to go to Boca Juniors and he was um, homesick. Oh, I've got that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, well, uh, there you go. We'll see. Yeah, the final one is <laughs> a confirmed one. Uh, Angel Di Maria is extended his contract at PSG for one year, obviously. Uh, his talks as well as Neymar and Mbappe are currently ongoing at PSG. Well, he's he's no got to be about 50 now, doesn't he? Di Maria? How old do you reckon he is? I've got it right here. 28. No. 34. Closer. 37. No. 35. 6. 3. Really? 33. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, his current contract now sees him through to June 2022. Um, so, yeah, as we get closer to the uh, summer window... Uh, we'll obviously get more and more, but net for now, we'll move on to the fixtures and our tipping for the upcoming week. Now we move on to the fixtures and our tipping for this week. We start off with the rest of Premier League Match Week 28, which sees Wolverhampton Wanderers taking on Liverpool on Tuesday, March the 16th at 7am at the Molyneux. Uh, for this match, I am going to say Liverpool will win 2-1. I've gone Liverpool 2-0. Uh, next, we move on to the Champions League round of 16, second leg, uh, for the second batch, if you like, um, of clubs. Um, so it starts off with Manchester City um, taking on Borussia Mönchengladbach on Wednesday, March the 17th at 7am. Um, Manchester City are up 2-0 on aggregate, and I think they will win and go through to the next round. Yeah, I've gone Man City as well. The next match is Real Madrid taking on Atalanta on Wednesday, March the 17th at 7am at the Bernabeu. Um, they are up, Real Madrid are up 1-0 on aggregate. I think that Atalanta will win this game mm-hmm. and it will go to penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Real Madrid might go through after that. So you reckon Atalanta will win the game? I think they'll win the game, but I okay. think that... Um, I have also gone... Real Madrid will go through. I've also gone with Atalanta to win the game, but I won't go into depth with <laughs> after that. I don't know if that will go to extra time. Penalties? We'll uh, the next match is Bayern Munich taking on Lazio on Thursday, March 18th at 7am at uh, the Allianz Arena in Munich and... I would believe that uh, Bayern will win. 
um, comfortably. Um, they are on 4-1 uh, aggregate. Lazio holding the hopes of Italy, um, the only Italian club left in the... Comp- oh, sorry, Atlanta are Italian. <laughs> so Atlanta <laughs> and Lazio are the only Italian clubs left. Um, out of the two, you'd probably say Atlanta um, probably um, better chance of going through. Yeah. Um, I've also gone with Bayern Munich for this one. The next um, match is Chelsea taking on Atletico Madrid on Thursday, March the 18th at 7am at Stamford Bridge. And they Chelsea are up 1-0 on aggregate. Um, I think that Atletico will win this match. I want to know what your score is going to be. No, no score. 1-0. Uh, 1-0. <laughs> mm. And then who wins from, who wins from there? Uh, Atletico. Okay. <laughs> I've gone with Chelsea. Premier you know, League. You know I was going to say that anyway. Yeah, I know. Premier League. Now we move on to Premier League Match Week 29. Uh, we start off with Fulham taking on Leeds United on Saturday, March the 20th at 7am at Craven Cottage. Um, like cheese. Craven Cottage cheese. <laughs> cottage cheese. Yep. Um, you Craven Cottage cheese. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I think it will be a draw, a 1-1 draw. Interesting. I've gone 3-1 to Leeds. The next match is Brighton and Hove Albion taking on Newcastle United on Sunday, March the 21st at 7am at the Amex, the best stadium for the equal worst club. I don't know. What? They've got the best stadium for the size of the club or the, okay. the quality of the club. That's I'd say Newcastle's probably got a, the best stadium for the worst club. Yeah, but no, I think Amex is better. Um, <laughs> it's all opinion. <laughs> anyway. Um, What's your score prediction? Uh, <coughs> I think it will be a Newcastle 1-0 win. Is Callum Wilson playing? Obviously. Is he? Actually, if he is, I'll put him in and win. I don't, I don't know. Think he is. I can't read minds. Um, I've gone with Brighton 1-0. Next, we have West Hammersmith United taking on Arsenal on... I don't know, West, no, West Ham United taking on Arsenal on Monday, March the 22nd at 2am. A London derby um, at the London Olympic Stadium. And I actually believe that West Ham will win 2-0. We're also going West Ham, however, 2-1. Now we move on to a postponed match that is being replayed. Um, which is a match week twenty, uh, match week eighteen, sorry, game against Aston Villa, taking on Tottenham Hotspur on Monday, March the twenty second at six thirty a.m. Um, at Villa Park, and I believe that Tottenham will win two one. I've gone with a one one draw for this one. Next, we move on to the FA Cup uh, quarterfinals. We're not going to um, predict a winner here. Um, yeah. We're just going to go through them. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll say who we might go, think go through. Yeah, but, but it's not going to count to our tipping or anything. Yeah. Um, just to put it out. So, quarterfinal of the FA Cup, we have... So, these have two legs or is it just one game? I'm not too sure. I'm pretty sure they're just one game. No, I think quarterfinals are oh, two yeah, legs. All right, all right. We'll I think we'll roll that up until the final, they're all two legs. Yeah. Like Champions League or whatever. Um, okay. That's what it made it interesting when they drew and then they had to play a rematch. Anyway. Um, oh, no, they got rid of that this year. Yes, but they didn't get rid of the two leagues. Uh, we'll see. I don't believe. I could yeah. be wrong. Um, next, uh, so we have Bournemouth taking on Southampton. 
Yes, the last championship team in on, the competition. Yes, on Saturday, March the 20th at 11.15pm, um, A-E, S-T, or D-T, is it daylight still? Daylight time, yeah. Um, yeah, you probably go with Southampton, but at the moment, who knows? I, I, yeah, Bournemouth I'll probably have, put my money on Bournemouth. Yeah, the they've moment. got all the chance in the world right now. It's a Dean Court, for those of you... <laughs> Who, uh, <laughs> I could tell you're scrambling your notes to that one. Uh, and the yeah. next match is... I'll back Bournemouth. Why not? Okay. The next match is Everton taking on Manchester City on yeah. Sunday, March the 21st at 4.30am at Goodison Park. Um, I would say Manchester City will comfortably yeah. win this match. Yeah, same. Uh, the next match is Chelsea taking on Sheffield United on Monday, March the 22nd. Are you seriously going to say Sheffield are going to win? 12.30am... <laughs> At Stamford Bridge, uh, another home match for the Blues. Um, yeah, I think Sheffield United will win this match. Yeah, bounce back. Get that new man at Hacking Bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to flog Chelsea. Paul Bottom. Nah, Chelsea should win this. Um, but yeah, your little ritual <laughs> needs to hold up. Um, and the last of the quarterfinal matches uh, that will be played is Leicester City taking on Manchester United, probably the, the closest the competition. Yeah, best um, of the bunch. On Monday, March the 22nd at 4am at... King Power. The King Power Stadium. <laughs> um, in Leicester. Is it actually obviously. the King Power? I don't think it is. It is. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think you say the King Power. It's the King's Power Stadium. Yeah. All right, so we'll go they run that. off the King's Power. Yeah. The King of Thailand. We'll run with it. Um, yeah. I actually think it might be a draw. I can Leicester go through. You think they will? Yeah, well, I don't want United to go through, so I'll back Leicester. <laughs> King Power Stadium, also known as the King Power Stadium. <laughs> Let me see. The King Power Stadium, also known as... Filbert Way or Leicester City Stadium due to UEFA sponsorship regulations and formerly known as Walker's Stadium is a football stadium in Leicester, England, as the Americans yeah. would say, Leicester. Leicester. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, remind people of the tipping scores, please. Hey? Oh, yeah. Um, Tom's winning um, by quite a bit. Um, Tom <laughs> is on 236 and I am on 213. Uh, now we we'll move on to yes or no. Now it's time for Yes or No. If you're new to the podcast, the way Yes or No works is Tom and I will each ask each other three different questions and we can simply only reply with yes or no. Tom, would you like to go first? No. My first question is, will Chris Wilder's departure at Sheffield United have a direct decline in performance on the pitch? I mean, they can't get any worse, so... Well, no. they can, technically. Yeah, well... Do no. you think it will affect them um, in a negative way? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's like they're, they're already at the bottom, so... Uh, my first one for you is... Have we seen Lionel Messi's final Champions League game for Barcelona? No. My second question is, for you is... Will Liverpool play European football next season? Yeah, some sort, yes. 
my second question for you is, uh, will Heckingbottom remain Sheffield United's head coach slash manager for next season? Yes. Uh, my last question for you is, have Manchester City all but secured the Premier League title for this season? Obviously, they haven't officially secured it, but yeah. all but making it official, have they secured the Premier League title? I and mean, Technically, no, but yes. Yes. Okay. All right. My final question for you is, will Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi ever win the Champions League again? It's sad to say it, but no, they won't. And that was yes or no. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to follow us at GZ underscore football on Twitter for all updates about us and the world of football. Uh, you can follow Thomas Hayes at... At Thomas Hayes underscore. And you can follow myself at Boris John... No, RP underscore shop. Um, all the links uh, and references in, are in the description for this podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs>